Welcome in to 2022 IdahoSports.com State Wrestling Preview. We are coming live and coming at you on uh, the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, as well as Twitter. Uh, we're going to be here for the next, uh, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes. We'll see. Uh, breaking down all of your questions and comments about State Wrestling 2022. My name is Brandon Bainey. I'm just kind of the I'm just the the traffic director here. I mean, the guy who's going to be doing the bulk of the driving today, Brian Zollinger. Brian, thank you for joining us once again. We did this last year, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate you having me again. Definitely. Okay, so for our audience that may not be familiar, I mean, people hear your name, and a lot of people know who you are already. But give us an intro to to your background in in wrestling in the state of Idaho. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Idaho around it. Uh, I grew up in Sugar Salem at the time, you know, we had kind of a mini dynasty. I think we won state three of the four years I was there and they had several before I was there and several after. And so just really got into it. Uh, you know, wrestled a little college at BYU before they cut the program uh, a little bit at Boise state. Chris Owens was there helping coach. Who's a, you know, all time Idaho. Great. And I've just been around it, bringing my kids up in it. I've got a soft, a son who's a sophomore and I find myself involved running kids programs. We have a, a full-time gym in Idaho Falls where we, try to train as many kids as my, my brother runs that. And so always around it, it's a year round passion of ours and, you know, follow it at every level from little kids to the Olympics and just, just love doing it. It's a passion of my family's and can't imagine life without it. It is life. <laughs> they say wrestling's a lifestyle and it's no doubt about it. Definitely. And we, I know we've got a lot of wrestling diehards tuning in tonight for our preview show. So here's the deal. If you want to ask us a question, and really, if you want to ask Brian a question, or if you want to leave a comment, or you want to give your favorite team or wrestler a shout out, or you want us to talk about a specific team or a specific competitor, drop us a comment, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. We will put your comment up on the screen, and we, we will answer your question. And so it's really cool. We get to interact with the fans, and you guys and gals are going to kind of steer the conversation tonight as we navigate this state wrestling water so you know we already had a couple of questions very early on you know we made the post on social media saying hey tune in wednesday night and we're going to be you know breaking down all the wrestling action and we, we got a couple of questions before the live stream even started brian the first question was you know who, who are the freshmen to watch out for because you know we're going to talk a little bit about the the four-time state champions club but you don't get to that level without winning right away in your first year so who are some freshmen you're keeping an eye on I, I mean, there are a handful. There's, there are 25 just super freshmen this year, at least. Uh, you know, I think I, my money is on Matthew Martino, Bishop Kelly at 113, uh, 4A school. Uh, I mean, he is just all around great wrestler. Uh, I have, you know, my money is on him taking state. Then, then there's a handful of 98 pounders that I think, uh, you know, should win it as well. Um, or not, did I say Matthew? Yeah. Um, at, at 98 pounds, you've got Bowden Banta, um, at, uh, the 3A level from South Fremont. I think he's got a really good shot up at it. And I think from uh, post falls, you got Ryder Seguin, who also at 98 pounds, who I think he will win it. And so you've got three that I would bet money on it. Now there's a handful of others, Koi Orr from Buell. Uh, he's got a really tough matchup. Um, if in the finals, you know, there's always upsets, but Koi Orr has a shot. He's wrestled, um, uh, the American Falls, I just went blank on the American Falls kid's name, but three times they've wrestled this season. Um, and, and so he's lost three. So that's going to be a tough finals matchup for him. Coulter Burton, that's, so that's a tough one. But I think Koyor has a shot. Um, 
but those three, I think, are, are pretty solid bets. And then, you know, Cade McKenzie from Fruitland is solid. Uh, Seth Martin from Post Falls, that's tough when you get up into the 138 weight class as a freshman, a lot of seniors and juniors. Uh, Mason Aiken from American Falls at 113 has a shot. Um, Ryder Sheen for, for Buell has a shot. So there's a handful. Uh, DJ Nider at Otto Falls, I think he's going to turn some heads. He's had a great season. Um, so there's a handful, but those three, uh, Vanta, Seguin, and Martino, I think are, you know, they're not locks. You're never a lock, but I think they have a really good shot at doing it. Definitely. Here's our first comment of the night, Brian, from Donovan. Go Tigers. Now, <laughs> unfortunately, Tigers is probably the most common <laughs> team name in the state of Idaho. So Donovan, which, which Tigers are you talking about? There's Aberdeen, there's Idaho Falls, there's... Yeah, I mean, there's tigers up and down. <laughs> I'm guessing Robin's referencing Idaho Falls. Uh, in fact, we just mentioned his son is DJ Nider that we said has a shot at a four time for the Idaho Falls Tigers. Um, you know, and, and DJ's had a solid season at 126 for a freshman. That's a stacked weight class, but I think he's got what seven losses on the season. Uh, looked really good at some big tournaments. Um, so that's funny that Donovan's watching us here in Idle Falls. Yeah, we love it. Here's uh, here's Adele Moore. Go Indians. And then she adds Buell Indians. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just talked about Brian. Yeah, yeah. Impressive freshman from Buell that are wrestling. Yep, and yeah, right. here's, here's Donovan, Idaho Falls. That's right. <laughs> here's uh, Go Grizzly, Skyline. Yeah, I, know that, I know that lady. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that last name looks familiar, Brian. So. Yeah. Hey, this is what we want to do. We want the fans to interact. We want you to ask us questions about the brackets. Is there a particular weight class you want us to talk about? Is there an athlete? Is there a team? Is there, uh, you know, a girl that's competing that you want us to talk about? You know, this is the first year, Brian, that we have officially sanctioned girls wrestling as a, as a officially recognized sport by the IHSAA. And I, to me, it's long overdue. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I've been pushing for this since I, I've got two daughters. That, in fact, my daughter was a freshman this year and wrestled. And uh, due to uh, complications with the scheduling of cheerleading state, it was the same weekend as girls uh, regional qualifier. So she wasn't able to go. She had to go support her cheer team. Uh, but I pushed for it forever. I'm super excited. I mean, 160 of the best girls in the state of Idaho battling it out. Um, you know, and a lot of people in the, in the wrestling community have pushed for a true state championship, uh, like a lot of states do where you combine all the divisions, uh, for a long time. And that's what we have this year in girls wrestling. And so it's, it's, uh, a lot of good girls didn't get to come to state because there's just one division, uh, eight person bracket, but, uh, but uh, 160, I should say 80 excellent girls, uh, competing this weekend. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, wide open, you have equal representation for, from just about, you know, every school across the state has one or two girls coming, a couple have three, you know, Eagle has six, which is, was the most by a couple Thunder Ridge, Columbia, Grace, they each have four, um, you know, Grace is, they, they've done, a, the newbies have done a great job there for such a small school, uh, you know, that was just a stacked team to take four girls to state, they've done a, a tremendous job, and a lot of other coaches around the state in building this, and I'm excited to see, you know, do we double next year? I, I think we easily could because a lot of excitement around it. It's going to be fun to watch. 
Definitely. Adele says, I think it's awesome that girls are involved this year. I do too. It's like, it's like the exact opposite. The last couple of years, we had the unofficial state tournament at Pocatello where uh, basically anybody could register and they built the brackets from there to now where it's a very buttoned up, very structured event. And like you said, a lot of very good wrestlers left yeah. at home. I'm, you know, I'm looking at the Zimmermans from Moscow yeah. to represent well, Alyssa Randall's from Coeur d'Alene up North. And then you've got some some like nationally ranked wrestlers on on the girls' side from like Caldwell and Rocky yeah. Mountain, right? They're going to be fantastic. Yep, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Definitely. Okay, let's. We've got some questions about individual weight classes here. Let's let's start with Travis Munson. Four A one twenty six is going to be fun to watch. I, the lower weights in four A really yeah. always seem to be very competitive, Brian. They are. They are. And 126, I mean, it, it's it's up for grabs. I mean, you've got Aiden Go from Caldwell. Joseph Terry Menico is going to be pushing it. Uh, Simon Graber, Columbia. Blackfoot uh, on our side of the state, Lindsey Carter is going to be pushing it. Uh, Napa's got two really good kids there, Hernandez and Peyton Munson. Um, you know, it, it's wide open. Anything could happen, but that's it's definitely a good weight class. Um, you know, I don't know if you go chalk on this one. I doubt it, but but Graber is a one seed. It's hard to bet against him. Uh, he's beat Go from Caldwell before in this this season. So, you know, but Joseph Terry from Minico, just a junior, could come in and, and pull the upset that he's sitting there at the three seed. Uh, and there's there's some solid kids that are in those six, seven, eight seed spots. And some of the draws, I mean, there's not an easy draw in that weight. So that's a, that's going to be a fun weight class to see for sure. Yeah, so you mentioned Nampa. Uh, they always seem to do really well at the lower weights the last couple of years. And going into the 4A competition, you know, Nampa is, at least in my eyes, kind of the favorite. And Min and Minico is right up there, too. But how do you see this 4A team race unfolding? Yeah, you know, I think you're right. Minico and Nampa are definitely the favorites based on numbers. And, and Minico, they've got some solid um, competitors coming, too. It's just not a numbers game. With Nampa has 17, and I believe Minico had 24. So the numbers this year might be enough to, to sway that Minico's favor. And, and plus, like I said, Minico's got some kids that are going to win it. Uh, those light, lighter weights at Nampa, Nampa Navarro, uh, Simon Luna, Carson Exford. I mean, they're going to have some kids in the finals in those lower weights. They're solid at the middle weights with Gonzalez. Uh, Siemens up in the 160, I think, is the three seed. So they're solid all around. But but I think Minico this year, um, I think they have enough kids that are going to compete. I I'm actually picking Minico this year to 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 win it. Just th those extra numbers that they're bringing this year, 24. That's seven extra kids, um, and and they have kids that are you know they're going to go a long way in the brackets. So that yeah. I'm picking Minico over Nampa, but it's going to be it's one of those two teams, I think. Yeah, Minico brought the most wrestlers to state last year, uh, but it was their conference rival Jerome. They came home with the title, right. and. You know, Nampa went to the Red Halverson invite at, at Minico middle of the season. And all to me, all the big 4A powers were there Nampa, Jerome, Minico, Blackfoot. And Nampa yeah. came away with the team title for the first time in over 30 years at yeah. that invite. So it, it's true. And and I think head to head in a duel, Nampa probably wins a duel with Minico too. I just don't know just the numbers. And, and Minico's got too deep in some weights, which they weren't able to have. Um, you know, at the Red Halverson invitation that I think could make the difference. Um, I think it's going to be really close. Those those middle upper weights from 52 to, to 82, uh, they've, they're too deep there. And in some of those weights, they could have two kids on the in the on the podium if things go right for Minico there. So 
you know, that could be the difference this year is the, the depth. And you mentioned Jerome, who I think is bringing 17 as well, or right around 15 or 17. They're 18. They're not out of it either, um, you know, because they've got some solid kids. So, but three-way battle, possibly from this uh, from the east side of the state. I think Blackfoot's bringing 15, and they've got some really solid kids as well. So maybe they're in a run for a team trophy there. Um, but it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be close. Definitely. All right. Donovan Nider wants to know, break down the 4A 160 bracket <laughs> for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing that's that's my son's bracket, and I think yeah. Don knows that. So, he's, <laughs> uh, so some really good kids uh, in that bracket. Um, there really is. Hernandez was in the finals last year against Lorenzo uh, Luis from Hillcrest. He lost that, so he was second. He's back this year, um, and looked just you know unstoppable at points of the points of the season. The two seed there, Nicole Ferret, um, also great older brother wrestling right now at University of uh, or Utah Valley University, um, just an absolute beast as a, as a junior. Uh, I I have to go chalk in that bracket because those two have beat most of the other kids in that bracket already this season. But there's some really good sophomores. Um, uh, Jonathan Siemens from Nampa is going to be competitive. Um, Gavin Williamson from Jerome is going to be competitive. I'd be uh, doing a disservice to my own son who's probably watching if I didn't say he's got a shot. <laughs> so, you know, it, that's going to be a competitive bracket. And, and uh, there's a, a senior from Preston, Jaden Perkins, that uh, you can't count seniors out. Um, you know, they're, they're hungry. This is their last shot. So there's seven or eight kids in that bracket that could do it. I think Hernandez is probably the favorite just as a hungry senior. And he, and he looked really good this, this, this entire season. So another tough bracket, a good mix of seniors and sophomores. Yeah, uh, a lot of those 4A brackets are going to be just, you know, absolutely up for grabs. It's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Adele's got another bracket she wants us to break down. 3A, 145, Brian. What do you think? <laughs> uh, another fun one to watch for sure. Uh, you, you got uh, Bauer from Buell is sitting at the top and uh, just a junior, 29-3 and three record, uh, absolute animal. And I, again, I think... Uh, you've got Knighting from South Fremont sitting at the two seed with only two losses. He missed some time with injury. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a battle there. Do you go chalk there as well? There's always some upsets. Uh, you know, Buell's got another another junior in there that's solid. Um, Marcus Rager from Bonneville. Gary Hunter from Snake River, you can't count out. But I, I'm leaning towards Bauer there. But I've, I've watched Nighting wrestle since he was five years old. Uh, his old, older brother was a great athlete, wrestled at Rigby, um, and, and went on to some college wrestling himself. And, you know, I think Dylan's put in the time. So that, that could be a great matchup if they end up making the finals. Nighting against Bauer is probably my pick there. And uh, both both just juniors. So, you know, whoever's hungrier is going to going to win that but and i don't know if they wrestled during the season i should have looked at that but i didn't look uh i know nighting missed some time so i'm guessing the part of the season he was out was probably when they would have seen you all and adele coming in bauer is my kiddo so that's why she was asking. <laughs> he probably has the answer as to whether that uh he wrestled nighting throughout the season because I, I didn't see that match if they did uh, it might have been when nighting is out but that's that's my pick for the finals and i think it'll be a great matchup that's going to be a lot of fun for sure. So our son is an animal. That's for sure. He's fun to yes, watch for sure. So, Hey, we, we want to hear from the fans, but this is why we're doing it. We're breaking down the state wrestling tournament and we want to hear a shout out for your favorite team, for your favorite athlete. If there's a question, a team you want us to break down a, a particular weight class, you want us to break down, leave us the questions 
in the comments, Facebook, YouTube, or the Twitter handle for IdahoSports.com. Brandon Bainey with Brian Zollinger. And here's TJ Jones, 5A220. Shiloh Jones is a beast. There is no doubt Shiloh is a beast. I, I watched Shiloh at the uh, Red Halverson Invitational. Uh, we traveled all summer with Shiloh. He was on the Idaho National Traveling Team um, with a bunch of these kids uh, for the cadet age group. And, uh, yeah, he, he's a scary, scary man. And, uh, you know, I think – Coming in as a sophomore at the number one seat at 220 is, is pretty impressive. Uh, and he just seemed to get better and better as the season goes on. So, you know, after watching him at Red Halverson, good luck stopping him, anybody. But, uh, you know, there, there are other solid kids in the bracket. Obviously, Anderton from Highland is solid. Rodell from Thunder Ridge is I – mean, he's just an intimidating, imposing he, – he's a beast. Uh, you know, like <laughs> I'm scared to walk by Rodell from Thunder Ridge. I mean, he's just cut – uh, one loss on the season, he could have easily been the one seed there, but, um, so I I'm calling for Rodell, the three seed to, to knock off Trevor Miller post falls in the, in the set, in the semis, but I think it's going to be a great matchup and, you know, we'll see what happens, but, uh, shadow's a beast here in the number one seed. And that's going to be a fun, fun bracket to watch for sure. Yeah. So let, let's break this down. Donovan, Donovan Nider wants to know who is in the running for the five, eight team title Meridian's the defending champs. They look very strong again. CUNA looks solid uh, post falls in Coeur d'Alene up North. I think it's going to be a tag team effort. I think they're going to have to help each other out. If one of them wants to win, wants to win the, uh, the overall team title. But what do you think? Yeah, I, I think that's good analysis. I, I think it's, you know, I, I think Meridian, I don't want to say they're going to run away with it, but they're going to run away with it. I mean, they they've got the depth. They're gonna they're gonna have so many people podium. It's just gonna be crazy. And, and plus, they're bringing twenty four. So they've got a half a dozen more kids than just about anybody. Post Falls is bringing twenty. Um, you know, and so I think you're right. If if some of the Coeur kids, Julio, some of these kids can knock off uh, some of the kids they need to score the points. Uh, it you know pick up enough. Uh, bonus points from pins and tech falls. Maybe somebody has a shot, but I think Meridian is the hands-on favorite. A uh, couple other schools that, you know, are bringing some numbers. Centennial's got some solid kids coming in those upper middle weight classes. Um, Mountain View is bringing 18, which, you know, Mountain View hasn't made a lot of noise, but that's, that's a lot of kids. If, if, if all their kids stay in, they could make some noise there. But um, I think probably a two-way race with post falls and Meridian, uh, depending Coeur d'Alene, could surprise uh, Mountain View's got the numbers. Like we said, they, they could surprise, but I kind of think it's a two way race there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Cade Sessions says I'm a three, a guy for sure, but who isn't excited for a potential <laughs> Julio versus Brooks finals match in the five, a one seventy. Right. Uh, I got to tell you, you know, disclosure, I was at a practice last night with Brooks <laughs> and I, I took my 30 seconds with him and, uh, I'm walking different today. <laughs> My neck is jammed. I mean, the, that kid is, is quick. Um, you know, I think Brooks is just the three seed there, but that's, it's going to be one of the best matchups of the tournament. Uh, I think, you know, Brooks will have Isaiah Twait from Meridian in the finals. Um, Brooks could help those other teams out by knocking off Twait. Uh, Twait, Twait as a junior is an absolute animal. Uh, he beat Brooks at the Raleigh Lane tournament. It was you know, he caught him, but it was a good match before that. Um, you know, I think Brooks will probably knock him off and we're going to get that Julio Brooks final and uh, just a different style of wrestling. Brooks is super quick. 
uh, both of them are just strong. So that's, that's definitely going to be one of the highlights of the night if that's the final. And if Twait makes it, that would be great as well. But I'm, I'm also looking forward to that Brooks Julio final. Definitely. Jacob Beck says Meridian runs away with it. Kind of echoing your thoughts for, yeah. for the five, a team yeah. race. So yeah, let's talk about Gunnar Julio because he comes in having won three state championships for Coeur d'Alene in the first three years of his career. And uh, it's a very exclusive club, the four time state champion club in Idaho. And we were doing the rundown, Brian, and uh, we broke it down and, and uh, it looks like there's six wrestlers who could earn that distinction this year. Gunnar Julio from Coeur d'Alene in the five, a, uh, then you've got uh, uh, Chris Martino of Bishop Kelly and the four A's. Uh, a couple of new Plymouth uh, wrestlers, uh, Joel Campbell and Kyle Rice. You've got Matthews from Declo. And uh, who's the last one I'm forgetting? I'm, I, uh, I think that was. I should have written them down too. <laughs> you said Julio Martino, Campbell Rice, and Matthews. Maybe that was it. Maybe right. there's only five. No, Gillette is just going on three. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So we were, yeah, we were sketching this out before we hopped on. So somebody so, out there can correct us. We may have left somebody off, but I think. Yes. Let, let us know in the comments if we neglected somebody there. And also while we're on that subject, mm -hmm. uh, be on the lookout, idahosports.com. First thing tomorrow morning, Al Fontes has come on as a contributing writer and he's been fantastic. He is in the California wrestling hall of fame. He is in the wrestling USA magazine hall of fame. He was a long time, uh, champion of the sport in california he's moved to idaho in the last two years and uh, he is writing a huge state tournament preview for us at idahosports.com he's going to have the full breakdown of 5a all the way down to 2a and so be on the lookout for that first thing tomorrow on idahosports.com uh, how, how many of these guys that are looking to join the four-time state champ club how many of these guys can do it uh i think all of them <laughs> you know uh there's going to be some good matchups. Uh, if Brooks makes the finals with Julio, I think, I, you know, that would be an upset huge, uh, you know, last year in the finals, Julio had uh, Dante Raggio from Kuna. Um, and I thought that was going to be, you know, could Raggio as a senior knock him off. And that was either went last second or overtime. I can't remember exactly how that went, but it was a one or two point match. Uh, so, you know, could Brooks knock off Julio? Brooks is a high caliber, go, go quick guy. Uh, and he can catch anybody. He caught Hunter Hobbs in the finals of the Tiger Grizz this year um, and, and stuck him. Uh, so that, that you know, if anybody's – I don't know if anybody's – all four, all five of those should be four-time state champions, but you never know. That's why they rested the match. And, you know, none of them are undefeated this season, so they've all lost at one point or other in the season, and that's why they wrestle the matches. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, some crazy things have happened at state over the years. Yep. No doubt about it. Um, okay. So again, we're taking your comments, idahosports.com, YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter account. If there's a specific team, athlete, weight class, you want us to break down. Uh, we're going to be here a couple minutes longer with our 2022 state wrestling preview. Now, despite all of those four time state champs, potentially that we just talked about, Brian, I think you and I both agree uh, the best wrestler in terms of like, you know, national recognition coming in is another Coeur d'Alene wrestler, Rylan Rogers. He won't be a part of the four-time state champ club because he spent his first two years back East, but boy, he is a load to bear. He is. I mean, he went back to the, you know, the Ironman, the Walsh Ironman tournament, uh, second place there lost in the finals to, um, uh, Dylan Fishback and, you know, just an amazing match. Obviously he was back at Blair Academy for the first two years. Um, 
one of the best wrestlers in the nation, let alone the state of Idaho. Uh, so he's going to be fun to watch. In fact, Idaho at the Walsh Ironman had two two placers. Martino also went back to the Walsh Ironman tournament, which is you know one of the toughest, if not the toughest, tournament in the country, uh, and also medaled. So Idaho's got two really nationally ranked. Uh, you know, uh, Martino has already signed. Uh, is he signed with Princeton? Um, I might have that wrong, <laughs> but he signed with an Ivy League school back there, and I believe it's Princeton. Um, but anyway, Dylan, that's going to be fun to watch. I don't see anybody touching Ryland Rogers uh, and Martino either. I mean, both just fundamentally sound. They don't make mistakes, uh, and they're going to push you the whole match. So those two fun wrestler, fun wrestlers to watch there. Yeah, so Ryland Rogers committed to Michigan, and Chris Martino from Bishop Kelly committed to Princeton. Princeton, yeah. So. Yep. Travis Munson wants to know thoughts on Navarro versus Mauger or Exford at 120. I, we talked about that. This is a, a wide open classification, right? Yep. Yep. That's uh, it's going to be another fun one to watch. Um, you know, Mauger has had a just a, an outstanding season. Obviously, hasn't lost. Went down to uh, the Chivas California tournament. Won that. Uh, he missed Raleigh. It would have been fun to see him at Raleigh Lane. So we had some of those matchups. But on the other hand, uh, the expectation, since we haven't seen those matchups, that's going to be, you know, great to watch. Uh, you know, my get, again, it's got to be Navarro, Mauger in the finals. I mean, some of those other kids, you don't want to count anybody out in the sport of wrestling because anything can happen. But uh, that's going to be a fun, fun match to watch. Navarro with just two losses on the season. Mauger, a sophomore with none. Navarro, the junior. Um you know, my money's on Mauger just because he has looked unstoppable this season with with uh, zero losses. He had a great off season, uh, racked up some, you know, freestyle and Greco national championships. Uh, but Navarro was right there as well. I mean, again, in that weight class, that weight, we have two of the best in the country. Uh, so that's going to be fun to watch. Um, Exford, I, I don't see anybody touching him um, there. I mean, just another fundamentally solid wrestler. Um, anything can happen, but... It, I think it would be tough for anybody to beat Exford in, in that weight class this year. You know, he's got the one loss on the season, but um, again, just unstoppable and not to discredit anybody in that weight class. Cause you never know what can happen, but Exford looks good. And I, I think that's a champion. The nap is going to get. Yeah, for sure. So we've been talking about some, some nationally ranked wrestlers I, I do have to give a shout out on the girl's side. Marissa Jimenez from Caldwell was ranked third in the nation uh, at one thirty-two. Uh, she'll be competing at 138 at state and, and Mia Furman from Rocky mountain as well. On the girls side have, have both been fantastic this year. They'll, those will be two to keep an eye on our yeah. first YouTube comment of the night. Brian, Kim Leonard wants to know what about Hunter Hobbs, the great yeah. South Fremont wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter is, oh, he is, he is just an animal. I mean, I still have matches in my mind of what he's done to some kids and just run over, you know, Tiger Grizz finals last year against Peyton Brooks. And he just, they had, we're in that, both of them had a wizard and he just ran him over and, and got the pin. Uh, so I was, you know, surprising. Like I said, Brooks could beat anybody when he beat Hobbs this year at the Tiger Grizz final. Um, and then Hobbs beat him later in the season. Um, kind of, kind of payback, I guess, but I don't see, I was kind of looking forward. And I think you and I were talking about that before we came on the show. It would have been fun to see Tate and Gillette of Gooding and Hunter Hobbs. And they were both looked like they were on a, head-on collision at 170 there and then uh gillette dropped down to 60 uh, a few weeks back and so we're not going to get that finals matchup um and without that i'm just afraid 3a 70 
um, you know, again, not to discredit anybody, but it, that's that's a huge undertaking to beat Hobbs, who uh, he doesn't lose a lot. <laughs> I think yeah. he's got one loss to uh, um, Espinosa Owens from Utah when they went down there, who is just another, you know, absolute animal. And then the loss to Peyton Brooks in the finals of the Tiger Riz. But other than that, uh, he's looked unstoppable. I don't know if he's went three periods with anybody. Yeah, Jake, Jacob X says Hobbs won Tiger Grizz again. Peyton won. Oh, there there you go. Go. So, there you go. And uh, Marie Crystal says Lita Cruz is nationally ranked as well from Minico. She wrestles at the lower weights uh, for the Spartans. And she, yeah, she'll be a, a female wrestler to keep an eye on as well. She's had a great regular season, Lita Cruz. So she has. She gets yeah. three losses there. She's looked phenomenal. Raleigh Lane, she looked great. So, yeah, and she's got the, the, uh, the younger Zimmerman sister from Moscow in that weight class at 106 too. That'll be fun. Uh, Zimmerman's got Alistair Dillos, Dillo from American Falls to get past, to make it to the, the finals against Lita Cruz. And, you know, uh, Joey Slider from Lewiston uh, also looked really great. That that was my daughter's weight class. So I saw both Zimmerman and, and Joey Slider at Raleigh Lane, and they both just look, you know, amazing wrestlers. Uh, Joey Slider's a little on the smaller side of the bracket with her, being no weight class lower than 106, I think that could be difficult, but uh, that could be a fun match. You know, whether it's Dillister and Cruz or uh, Kira Zimmerman and Cruz, that could be a good finals matchup. Yeah, if you're looking for just the best, like uh, most competitive brackets on the girls' side, it's it's going to be cutthroat. I it, mean, it is because it's an all class uh, breakdown for yeah. sure. Super. Kate, yes, Gate Sessions, Fulmer and Craig, 3A152 seems to be the matchup people have been anxiously awaiting. That's going to be a fun one, too. I mean, uh, Riker Fulmer has a loss as a sophomore. You know, it was uh, heartbreaking for him last year at State when he broke his collarbone um, against Craig, I believe. Um, I know it was either Craig or Gillette from Good uh, Gooding that he broke his collarbone against last year at state. And that was just heartbreaking because he was another one that we were talking could have been a four-time state champion had he not just had that devastating injury. So that's going to be great. You know, Fulmer zero losses, Craig, the three losses, Fulmer, the sophomore, um, another kid that's just looked unstoppable, uh, impressed by his, both of their work ethics, just the off season, putting the time, the extra practices on the weekends. So, uh, you know, um, I don't know who I would go with there. I mean, Fulmer is just, he does not make mistakes. And if you make one, he's going to catch you. And Cade Craig is just an animal. Uh, does the, the multiple state championships that he has. So I kind of agree with that one. That's going to be a fun one. I'm looking really, you know, looking forward to. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. So, hey, we've got a lot of people checking out the, the live stream here on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Twitter. While you're hanging out, Go ahead and give us a like, because what's going to happen is there's a lot of people that can't be here tonight for the live stream, but they're going to want to come back and listen to it tomorrow or maybe even Friday morning as they're getting ready for, for state competition. It's going to be a lot easier for them to find this in amongst the Facebook algorithm if you just give it a like. So go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. That's going to bump us up to the top. So everybody who couldn't be here tonight, they're going to be able to find it a lot easier tomorrow. So thank you for everybody that's liking that. Um, but we haven't talked to a much yet, Brian, and this is always an interesting one to me because, you know, rarely does a team come fully locked and loaded with the numbers that we see at like a five, a four, a, but man, yeah. new Plymouth looks so good. <laughs> is, is there anybody that can challenge the pilgrims? No, <laughs> <There's> not. <laughs> you know, uh, they're bringing the most and they've got the depth. I, you know, we already talked about, uh, Campbell and rice, um, but they've got 
they've just got the hammers coming, the depth. Uh, I think they're going to run away with it. You know, if anybody can give them, you know, any competition, Wendell's bringing 12 kids. Ryrie has been a perennial powerhouse and, and won, what, five five of the last six state championships. Uh, and they've got some really good kids. So maybe Ryrie with 15 kids can give them a run for the money if everything goes right. But you can almost guarantee New Plymouth's going to have uh, three in the state championship match which is a lot of points and all of those kids are going to have in those finals matches i guarantee are going to rack up some bonus points with either tex or falls so i don't think anybody touches new plymouth but uh it's going to be fun to watch them they've you know coach rice has just built a, a machine there yeah first state championship in school history uh for new plymouth last year and i believe ryrie prior to last year uh had won like seven in a row yeah. i think for two a yeah. So, so it's it's pretty amazing. The coaches there do a good job, just year in year out. They, you know, they make the five A schools in the in the region look pu- like they have puny teams. It's just amazing how they get the kids out there in Ryrie to wrestle and do a good job developing when they get them out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Paul Kingsbury, our boss here at IdahoSports.com. Go Grams. He is a New Plymouth alumni. <laughs> Brian, did you know that? I, I did not know that, but yeah, they're they're solid. Nobody's going to touch him, so he's going to be a happy man this weekend. No yeah, doubt. Well, well deserved. He didn't wrestle. He played basketball. He was on the 1993 state champion team. I think, I think it was 93. <laughs> he never shuts up about it. So, <laughs> All right. Here is, uh, here, here's Marie Crystal. She was talking about Lita Cruz from Minico earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Lita takes state, she will be the first female in Idaho to be a four-time state champion. Thank you guys for recognizing everyone. Yeah. And, and I guess we should talk about that because because it was an unofficially sanctioned event up until this year, it's a lot harder to right. to quantify those results, but that would be so awesome for Lita Cruz from Minico. And she, she's going to go on and, and wrestle in college and do a great job as well. Yeah. So. yeah. That's well, good, great comment. I mean, she deserves to be recognized because uh, even though it was unofficial, that's a state title and uh, she, she put in the work and did it. And so that that's going to be a great accomplishment if she, she wins it this year. And I think yeah. she probably will. I, I, yeah, I'm almost wondering if the IHSA should go ahead and just kind of retroactively put those results back in to recognize yeah. some of those four-time champions. Yeah. Jack, Jackson Washington from Coeur d'Alene, the man himself, he wants to know, 5A, 285, we got a Coeur d'Alene Viking in the house. What do you think? All right. Is he, is he pulling for Coeur d'Alene, I'm guessing? So he, he wrestles for Coeur d'Alene. Oh, yeah, right. Is it? It's a, okay. Jackson Where's Washington. the other bracket here? Let's see. Yeah. I don't know, Jackson. In the 5A 285, I mean, looking at the bracket, uh, Ian Allen from Highland is uh, another one. And Highland's had some great heavyweights uh, over the years. Uh, it's going to be tough to beat him. Senior, he's going to be hungry. Uh, Aiden Atow, I mean, watched his final match. That was a great match with uh, Rodriguez from, from Columbia at the finals of Raleigh Lane. Uh, Atow, as a, as a junior, just about won that with one loss on the season. I wouldn't be surprised. If uh, I don't see anybody stopping either one of those two on the way to, you know, Jackson, I I haven't watched him enough this season to do it, but he's a senior. Uh, He's put in the work. And, you know, when I have seen him, he's looked great. So, you know, that could be a fun semifinal match with him and Ian Allen at at 285. So um, I don't know. It's it's a tough weight class and Atow on the bottom coming up. uh, Whoever gets Atow in the finals, I think has got their hands full, whether it's uh, Washington or Allen, um, Atal's put in the time and he is, he's a monster, but you know, Jackson's no slouch either. So I'm not, I'm not counting him out. I'm just saying he's got his hand full and it's going to be fun to watch. For sure. Shout out to Jackson too. He was a stud on that offensive line for Coeur d'Alene's football team this fall too. He was 
he was a beast out there blo- blocking right. for for Gunner Julio and company. Right. For, right. For All right. Jose Luna wants to know 4A Nampa. We kind of talked about this earlier, but we we think Nampa and you know they're they're going to need to combat this the numbers of Minico. Minico comes with the most numbers, but Nampa uh if if they can score the right points, they have yep. a chance. Yep, that's that's exactly right. I mean, you know, they've got 17 really solid kids. They're definitely going to have some kids. Uh, we've talked about a few of them, you know, Navarro, Luna, Exford that are going to be at the top of the podium. Um, Siemens at 160. They've they've got some solid kids through the whole lineup there. Gonzalez at 32 should be in the in the competition. So they're gonna they're gonna score the points, and I think it's coming like you said, it's coming down to those numbers. And because uh, Minico's got some solid ones. Uh, they need bonus points, I think, to beat Minico this year. They're going to have to get some pins and techs and, and rack up those extra points. Yeah, uh, c- certainly doable uh, for yeah. Napa, for sure. Yeah. They've had a great regular season, no doubt about it. All right. right. Hey, everybody that's tuning in to the live stream on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, or Twitter account, while you're sitting there, go ahead and give it a like because uh, for all the people that aren't here watching live they're going to want to check it out tomorrow at some point or friday morning and the more likes you give this post the the more it's going to jump to the top of the feed you know i, I don't know ex- i'm not a mathematician brian i don't know exactly how facebook calculates everything and i don't think anybody really does but the more likes the better that helps us get pushed up so all of your uh, wrestling brethren or sisterin that didn't tune in tonight can can watch it at a later time um, this is kind of your last chance to get comments in or questions. If you want to give a shout out to your favorite athlete, team, weight class, you want us to break something out, we're going to hang out for a couple more minutes and then we're probably going to end the live stream. Brian, personally, what are you most excited to, to watch this year? Some of those, you know, some of those great matchups we tie. It's fun to see who wins the team titles, but some of those great matchups, uh, you know, that we've previewed. You know, the potential Julio Brooks or, or Twait Julio, that's going to be a fun one. All of those kids that are pushing for four-time titles, I'd love to see that. It's such a such a great accomplishment, and it's so rare. So I'm looking forward to watching all of those kids compete. Uh, some of the great freshmen we've talked about, It's you know, I get excited when I see these kids with potential to win a four-time state championship. Uh, you know, some of the kids that lost in finals matches last year, I mean, I've done that myself and lost in a championship match at state and you're just so hungry in the off season. So I look forward to some of those redemption matches. Uh, these kids that lost in the finals last year coming back and uh, we just have some great wrestlers and, you know, fun to watch those kids and, you know, put Idaho in the national spotlight watching college wrestling. Now I think, you know, my, my kids love the whole team loves to sit down and watch uh, Ridge Lovett from Nebraska competing right now, you know, ranked in the top eight and uh he's just fun to watch and so it's fun to see idaho have some of that national recognition and we we have that martino and uh rogers and and several other kids so i'm looking forward to idaho wrestling just continuing to get better uh chris owens has done a great job developing some of these kids with usa uh great usa program great new way programs in idaho bringing more and more kids up and so i'm just i'm excited for every match and uh Love cheering for all these kids that put the work in in the offseason that we get to watch. No doubt. One last shout out before we hop out here. Becky says, Lita Cruz begin a lot of love tonight. You know, I'm, I'm pretty excited to watch that girls 106 with Zimmerman. I am, I am too. Yeah, that's man, that's going to be a really fun one to watch. So 
Uh, Donovan says, great job, guys, on the breakdown. Brian needs a new hat, something yeah. like orange, maybe. <laughs> as, as soon as Donovan gets that for me, I'll, wear, I'll sport it next time. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, thanks to everybody that tuned into the live stream tonight on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter account. Thanks for everybody uh, who liked it as well. That's going to help us out. And if you want to share it, uh, you know, share it on your personal account, share it with all of your friends and family and other wrestlers that couldn't be here tonight. Uh, you've got all day tomorrow and early morning Friday before we really get, get hot and heavy with it. So go ahead and share it as well. So as many people as possible can hear uh, Brian and I break it. Really, it was Brian breaking down most of this. But um, I'm impressed with your wrestling knowledge, and I'm excited for IdahoSports.com, you know, bringing Al on board. Uh, you know, we were talking about it earlier, and I mean, he's won national awards for his work with Intermat Wrestling. I mean, that's just going to be phenomenal to have him covering it full time. So I, I'm excited to watch Idaho Sports and the wrestling coverage in the future and, and appreciate what you've done and your knowledge. You know, just got here last year, if I remember right. And, yes. so, you know, it's I'm glad we have you in the state and it's, it's going to be great to have Al join the team as well. So appreciate what you guys do for the sport of wrestling. Yeah, no doubt. So Al Fontes, his big preview is coming tomorrow morning. He'll have a full recap uh, after state wrestling is over. And we will have six photographers covering state wrestling at IdahoSports.com as well. So all the photo galleries will be on the website at IdahoSports.com also. So go ahead and share this video with all your family and friends and uh, get the word out because, you know, I, I love being an advocate for the great wrestlers in the state of Idaho. Sometimes it gets overshadowed by uh, some of the other stuff that's going on. So we love to put the spotlight on our wrestlers, especially during state tournament time. So, yeah. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. This has been the 2022 Idaho sports.com state wrestling preview. Good luck to everybody competing this weekend. And hopefully everybody gets over to Pocatello safe and sound as well uh, at Holt arena for the state competition. And Brian Zollinger, thank you for doing this as well. We appreciate it as always. I, I enjoy it. Appreciate it, Brandon. We'll see you all down in Pocatello this weekend. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, enjoy the state wrestling competition, everybody. And thanks for tuning in on IdahoSports.com.